Hey guys, welcome to Enter In, the podcast. We hope through this intentional time of listening, reflection, and prayer, you are able to hear the voice of God as we navigate through the journey of life together. This podcast series is created and hosted by Jeff Rogers, an American pastor and missionary who serves alongside his wife, Carrie Beth, in the Czech Republic. Please subscribe and share this unique experience to pause, reflect, and engage with our creator, God, focusing on what he has for us in this busy and ever-changing world. Hello, and welcome to a new podcast series called The Book of Galatians, and we will be focusing on the topic of standing on grace, and hopefully over the next few weeks as we dive into the book of Galatians, we will see that Paul's letter to the the Galatian church is probably one of the most important letters for us as the church, the big church, and over the next five weeks, we're going to look at its importance and really look at the theological relevance for our faith and for our personal lives today. And more specifically, we will look at this uh, overall sweeping vision of grace that Paul lays out in this letter in the book of Galatians. Today we'll be looking at Galatians chapter 1, verses 1 through 10, and we'll be focusing really just on the gospel and also how we lead uh, in our own lives uh, of teaching and preaching the gospel and sharing the gospel. And hopefully the big idea today is that the message of the gospel in our daily lives, in everything that we do, is of utmost importance. And hopefully the application that we are able to walk away today uh, as we look at Galatians chapter 1 is that Paul's passion will reveal that the gospel is what he cares about the most. And if someone were to gauge what you care about the most based on how much passion you have for it, what would they come up with? And that's a good question as we start out today. If someone were to gauge what you care about the most based on your passion and that passion that you display day in and day out, what would they come up with? And so today marks the start of this new series on Galatians where the core component of the gospel of God's grace will shine very brightly. We will highlight it as we move our way Uh, through the six chapters of this letter. And we will come to a better understanding, hopefully, of the heart of the Apostle Paul and the core, the foundation of his message. So as we prepare to dive into Paul's Galatian letter, it's very helpful for us to have some background context. Uh, Paul was a church-planting missionary if we were to describe Paul. And after establishing a church, he would continue to teach uh, to the church. He would continue to teach them through correspondence, through letters. One such congregation was this body of believers in Galatia, uh, which was located in Asia Minor. And Paul wrote this letter approximately around the year uh, A.D. 50. And so after Paul established a church... um, He actually establishes a church here known as the Judaizers, and those were Pharisees who actually believed in Jesus. If you were to go back and look 
I believe it's in Acts chapter 15. Um, these guys, these Pharisees would often follow Paul around, and they would add, actually, to his teaching in a way that caused a lot of confusion uh, among new believers, uh, because they would add to it. They would add to uh, what he was teaching, his doctrine. And the main theme of what they would add is that you had to follow the law to be saved. Now, think about that. Um, obviously, coming from Pharisees, um, that would make sense. And the necessity of circumcision actually was a, a strong example of following the law and a very key one to them as it was the sign of the covenant in the Old Testament. And so we're going to pause right there and we're going to read verses 1 through 10 in the first chapter of the book of Galatians. Paul, an apostle, not from men, nor through man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead and all the brothers who are with me to the churches of Galatia. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ who gave himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age according to the will of God and Father to whom the glory forever and ever. Amen. I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Not that there is another one, but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so I now say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you received, let him be accursed. For I am now seeking the approval of man or of God, or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. This is the word of our Lord. And Tim Keller writes in the letter to Galatians that uh, Paul expounds in detail what the gospel is and how it works. And we see this right away here in chapter 1 when Paul addresses the contents of the gospel. The gospel is about what Jesus, uh, who Jesus is and what he did, namely his sacrificial death on the cross for our sins. There in verse 4, this concept will be expanded more and more as the letter goes on and we talk about it. But as we consider it today, we have to recognize that grace is at the heart of this good news. Without God's undeserved good favor toward us in and through Christ, we would not be in a right standing with God. And so as we pause and reflect Uh, With this first part, uh, let us ask this question. What message does your life uh, tell others is of the most importance? What message does your life tell others of what you are most passionate about?
So Paul sets the tone for the letter here in chapter 1. And in reading this, he may actually come across a bit strong to some here uh, and later on in the letter. But this is because he is so passionate. He is on fire in regards to the faith of his brothers and sisters. And he is deeply concerned, as we read here, about a misunderstanding of grace and salvation because of the false teachings that were going on, the additions that were being added. And in his passion, he shows us the importance of the gospel. He says there in verse 7, first, there is only one gospel. And you see, Paul feels so strongly that he wants them to understand that even if an angel should miraculously appear in their midst, and tell them another way to salvation, they should not believe. He says that there in verses 8 through 9, and that's a very bold statement, very bold statement. But reality, if you think about it, it's logical. If we believe, as Christians, we are saved by faith alone, then what we believe actually has some bearing on our salvation. And Paul here is afraid of a corruption of faith jeopardizing the message of God's grace. And I think about a lot of our current world, uh, the current world that we live in now, and so many teachings and things that have been added to the gospel and so many things that we we as a culture have added in um, where maybe this corruption of faith has jeopardized this message of God's grace. And it's important for us to to think about those things and to call them out uh, when we see them. And sometimes in a desert, a combination of hot and cold air and this pathway of light from the sun forms a mirage. If you've ever studied the science behind a mirage, this is what happens. Um, our eyes and brain actually think that we may see water ahead, but there's nothing there. And sometimes when we are in a spiritual desert, we can be tempted to believe things that are not true. And so Paul here is exhorting the Galatians to remember that no matter what happens or the illusion of what they may see, they must not waver from the truth of the gospel. And so as we pause to reflect here in this this second moment of reflection, uh, sometimes when we are in a spiritual desert, we can be tempted to believe things that are not true. I know for me in my life that has been been a temptation before, um, and that a lot of times is out of desperation. But Paul tells the Galatians that no matter what happens or what they see, they must not waver from the truth of the gospel. And so the question here to think about is, how does the word of, uh, or how does that word of advice help you with spiritual deserts you have been in in the past or currently are in now? How does that word of advice help you with spiritual deserts that you have been in the past or you may be experiencing right now?
So if chapter 1 sets the tone and explains the purpose of the letter, verse 10 is that rationale. And let me read verse 10 again. It says, For now I am seeking the approval, or for am I now seeking the approval of man or of God, or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. So if chapter 1, again, is setting the tone and explaining the purpose of the letter, that verse 10 there is the rationale. And Paul is not trying to please the Galatians. Rather, he wants to show his love for them and for God. His ultimate goal here is to be a servant of Christ and to communicate to the Galatians and to us as readers of this book to be servants of Christ that love God and that love our neighbors. But showing love to someone is not always the same as making them um, happy or pleasing them. Let me say that again. Showing love to someone is not always the same as making them happy or pleasing them. I think if you have children or uh, you're a you know, you've experienced this in the past where sometimes doing the right thing or, or disciplining them or uh, showing them that tough love, it's, it's not always going to make them happy or please them. Um, this is a distinction that is often lost, I believe, in religious circles today, in our culture today, um, where we try to please everyone, where we try to make everyone happy. But it is important to see here that as Paul proceeds, his motivation is completely Christ-focused. And that's where we have to land. We have to see that, yes, we have to show the love of God. We have to show grace. And sometimes that involves some tough truths. And so this third pause of reflection, the question is, when it comes to sharing the gospel, are you afraid of offending someone? And look back on verse 10. Um, How does that speak to maybe that fear in you of offending someone with the truth of the gospel? I was just thinking in the movie Elf, uh, Elf uh, Buddy uh, is a human raised by Santa. Um, And this is only a month after Christmas that we are producing this podcast. But uh, Buddy is a human raised by Santa and elves at the North Pole. Um, I remember watching this just a few weeks ago. And when he grows up and connects with his biological father, um, it turns out his father, if you have seen the movie, is rather, let's just say... uh, self-absorbed in his his work, uh, in his own life. And so when Buddy actually is reunited with him and he gets in trouble and needs help, his father is more interested in his job than his own son. And in this movie, this angers Buddy, uh, and it angers his uh, stepbrother, uh, Michael, actually, who tells their father 
and I'll never forget the, this quote here. It says, Buddy cares about everybody. He's saying this to the dad. But all you care about is yourself. And in that movie, that line right there is the confrontation, the truth that, that Michael, the, the son, reveals. Um, and that confrontation causes actually a total life change for their father. And going forward from that, his life has changed. And, and when I think about that, um, sometimes those hard truths are moments in our lives, maybe that has been given to us or maybe that we give to others. When we share the gospel, when we share the love of Christ, the grace of the gospel, uh, that, that has the potential to change people's lives going forward. Because putting the gospel first helps us speak the truth in love to others. Not doing so in an arrogant or demeaning way, but putting that gospel first helps us speak the truth in love to others, even when that truth is a hard truth. And even when that hard truth may sting a little and, um, you know, it might come across a little difficult to take. But when we look at Scripture, when we model our lives after Christ, uh, when we model our lives after the Scripture that we have read today, and we share those truths in love and with attitudes of grace, it has the opportunity to create a life change and draw people closer to Christ and draw people, people closer to uh, that attitude of love and grace. So hopefully today, this big idea that the message of the gospel is, up of, is of utmost importance has resonated with you and that we are able to see that Paul's passion reveals that the gospel is what he cares about the most. And for us, is it what we care about the most in our day-to-day lives? And if someone were to gauge what we care about most based on our passion, what would they come up with? What would they see in you? Or what do others see in you that would say, hey, there's something different about that person. That passion is contagious. What is it? Is it the gospel that causes that passion and that love for Christ in your life? Thank you for listening today and look forward to week two of the book of Galatians in our next podcast. Thank you for listening to Enter In, the podcast. Please remember to subscribe and share this experience with others.